Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Today, do you think it's possible for characters in a film or television show to just go on holidays, have a nice time, and then go home? Mamma Mia? guess so. There's a bit of drama there though. There is, it's true. The whole not knowing who your dad is thing. I just feel like you always have to like uncover a mystery or go through like a life-changing event. Mm-hmm. Like that guy saw a turtle and stayed behind in White Lotus, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to things happen in that show. That's, that's the main one I remember. <laughs> the turtle. <laughs> I don't even remember the turtle. The little kid to oh, the wait, turtle. Oh, no, the kid. The kid yeah. who kept sleeping on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess they go through, like, there's, there's murder and stuff. But still, you know. I mean, I think the White Lotus is, like, a better version of this show. Ooh, okay. You're getting in early. In All every right. way. <laughs> Hello there, this is Lonnie. I'm with Sine on the show called I Am Like You in Movies. Oh my god, your interactions <laughs> just get like more and more unhinged. Oh, okay, you can do it next time if you like. Oh god, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about The Resort this week. It's a Peacock series, which means in Australia it's on Stan. Uh, William Jackson Harper, Kristen Milioti, uh, among others including Nick Offerman and Skylar yes. Gisondo, one of those guys. He's one of the, the next those guys, isn't he? He is that. He is a those guy, yeah. <laughs> and Licorice Pizza most recently. Yes. And Booksmart. One of the greats. Up and coming greats. <laughs> um, as, as I mentioned up top, this is a holiday drama. It's an interesting film set on holidays, isn't it? Because you are on a on, – you're outside of your normal life. You're, kind of, you're ready for an adventure. You're not doing – which you normally do. So I feel like it's a good place for drama. This show promised a sort of spin on White Lotus, which was one of the best um, television series of last year, possibly of all time. Loved it, mm-hmm. didn't we, Sine? Loved it. Um, but in a more of a mystery um, conspiracy, what happened to the kids who died yeah. sort of thing. A bit of fantasy elements too. Well, I'm saying that's what it offered us. It didn't deliver yes, that, true. unfortunately, and then it went all no. weird. <laughs> it did go all weird, yes, you're right. <laughs> so, like, the first three episodes or so, we were really into this. We are like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. They found the phone. They've climbed up the hotel um, like the elevator mm-hmm. shaft, and what's mm-hmm. going on here? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, this guy can see through time, the bullshit. And like, oh, okay, it's one of those shows. It is one of those shows, unfortunately. We really had to like force ourselves to finish this once we realized it had become one of those shows. I think that made us angry because like there are so many good shows out there and we only have a limited amount of time in our short lives. And just mm. it's disappointing when you watch a show like this that you think is gonna be good, but then you're just finishing it to finish it in case, you know, it it does what it says it's gonna do, but it never does. And then you're like, Great, that's time of my life I'm never gonna get back. Yeah. Totally right. And you don't give me like William Jackson Harper and Kristen Milioti, who 
the really great performances. Yeah. Two terrific actors. And promised me so much and then gave me this, unfortunately. The acting in the show is impeccable. Like the leads, impeccable together. Mm-hmm. Separately, love them. Mm-hmm. Kristen especially has such an expressive face and was completely with her on all the highs and lows of the emotional beats. Acting wasn't the issue. I think writing was the issue. Story was the issue. Because we should probably just explain what it is. So they're a married couple on holiday and they're going through a rough patch in their relationship and they discover that at the hotel where they're staying 15 years earlier, these two kids went missing and were never found. And Kristen's character gets very obsessed with solving this mystery and sort of is using it as a, as a crutch, as a coping mechanism to sort of fix her relationship because they've had a trauma that they've experienced. And I guess through the process, they find each other again. But timey-wimey stuff gets involved. They've just been floating in a time pool for 15 years. Yeah. Because they were tempted by going back and seeing things Great. in their past. But like, I don't really understand that because Kristen's whole thing is she lost a baby and um, she made the decision to never see her baby's face when the mm. baby passed away and that like has haunted her. But she said she still got to see the face at the time pool even though she didn't get into the time pool. So why couldn't the others also see like the girl hadn't seen her mother's face when she died? I don't really know what the boy was what his big trauma thing was wasn't really established his girlfriend was cheating on him he just topped in just to be a part of it i think he was down like, bad oh, we're all so. going swimming <laughs> he was down bad it's true i, I don't know was it what were we supposed to think well she was tempted too much and so she climbed into the pool and that doesn't really make sense then because the if it was if something's like you know, temptation is bad you shouldn't be tempted and you should just be happy with what you've got being tempted and being in the pool actually saved their lives immediately because of the flood they were being yes. flooded in, but also kept them alive for so long afterwards. So For 15 years, so right? Temptation is good, I guess. Exactly. And she wouldn't have been able to move on. Chris Molly's character wouldn't have been able to move on with her life if she hadn't seen the face of her daughter. So you are mm. saying that it's good because it gave a catharsis. So I don't understand that. Other thing I don't understand. So there's this guy 15 years ago who's like the manager of the hotel. Mm. Is that who he is? I think we're supposed to think, so he went into the pool. Hmm. I think this is what it's telling us, right? He went into the pool, got sort of effed up by time in his brain and then came back to the real world and tried to explain to everybody what's about to happen because he could go and put the phone where he knew it would be discovered by them in the future. Several points here that don't make sense. How did he get out of the pool? If the whole thing is, oh, the pool keeps you there and you can't, Hmm break from it how did he get out when did he get in the pool how did he find it because he was becoming more and more unhinged before he found it but then did he always already find it because this is like a time loop thing and so he had to have found it because he's already going insane i mean when i watch doctor who or other sci-fi stuff i'm okay with the character who can see through time and do that sort of stuff that's kind of satisfying Mm -hmm. when i think i'm watching just a regular mystery show and it turns out the reveal is this guy knew it was going to happen because time travel was in his head or something. That wasn't yep. satisfying. Yeah. It's actually it's a really intriguing premise at the beginning is that the only reason she found this phone is because she had an accident 
and no one else mm -hmm. saw it because they weren't looking. That's just like that's a good starting off point. She yeah. was like by fate, she happened to be there at the same at the right place. Mm -hmm. It wasn't fate. The guy arranged it to happen. Yeah, fair. And the same with later yeah. on where they, where the old maid has been drawing a um, a mural on the wall. Oh yes. And that's kind of there's some weird stuff going on there. And it's like his his way of process. As we find out, it's his way of processing time, and what he sees mm -hmm. in his brain or whatever his memories leaking or whatever. But then mm -hmm. they notice that they're on the mural, which is like it was a freakiest ending, and we got like goosebumps watching that because like mm -hmm. how could he have known fifteen years earlier that they were going to be there fifteen years later? And you're like how, that mystery is so intriguing to me. Turns out mm -hmm. he sees through time. Oh, okay. Just time stuff, I guess, is the answer. Because that it would have been like I'm not sure what the satisfying answer would have been there, but the answer we got was not good. Well, this is the thing. I think again, I, I mentioned this a lot on the podcast <clears throat> because I think it's a useful example that I think it also suffers from the lost downfall, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're throwing up so many twists, so many mysteries, and you're like, "Oh, how did this happen? How did this happen? <gasps> now there's dinosaurs. How did dinosaurs get there?" And they don't answer them for so long that at the end it's just like, spoiler alert for Lost, I haven't seen it, but I know what happens. They all died, like, immediately, pretty much. And in this it's like time, I guess, time travel stuff. Mm. We're not going to explain how the time travel works, but we'll just hand wave it and hopefully you're satisfied with that. I'm not. I'm not satisfied with that. <laughs> so I think another thing that annoys me about this is because you're right, these actors are so incredible but they're incredible to the point that it makes me want to watch them in like actual good things here are a couple of recommendations if you like Kristen Melotti watch Palm Springs one of the best movies ever made if you like William Jackson Harper who does an amazing job in this film really dramatic role sorry in this series is a really dramatic role watch him do comedy in the good place if you like seeing the workers behind a resort you know with all these tourists Watch The White Lotus. Those are three pieces of media that are much better than what this was. Left, leave you feeling satisfied at least at the end, you know. At least it makes sense. Like The Good Place has timey stuff and yeah, they from, try and explain it. From the get-go as well. Jeremy like, Barramy, you know. Exactly. It's interesting. Oh, I was going to ask about your comment about Doctor Who. Do you think it's a genre thing? Do you think you're more likely to accept it in Doctor Who that's sci-fi? And you're like, you already have a level of suspension of disbelief. And the same in The Good Place. Like you're already having this such high concept thing. Whereas this presented itself as not that. Yeah, it, it, it didn't purport to be anything apart from a, a, a regular mystery until they mm. got to an answer it seemed like they couldn't answer. And so they just made up time travel stuff. Yeah, It's like, it's, like, it's just expectations, audience expectations. If you go in knowing that that's going to happen, like in a good place, they know from the beginning she's dead and she's in a fantasy thing. That's cool. It's fine. Doctor Who mm -hmm. is totally the all to about. It's like a regular mystery, like a murder mystery film, and then it turns out, okay, the reason they, they like a locked door mystery, like how the person die if they're in a locked room, how they get to get stabbed in the back? Oh, because mm -hmm. of magic. Oh, okay. Well, that's not satisfying at all. Yeah, because that wasn't within the realm of possibility of what. No. We were given, yeah, like what you mean. Um, it's interesting to me. You mentioned Palm Springs. There, it was a really great film, and should have. I mean, it got lots of buzz, but it should have got way more because it was just perfect. 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it again now after um, <laughs> talking about it. It's interesting that show that she's a sort of um, that movie. Sorry, she's a sort of highly strong person who's stuck in a mm-hmm. in a loop and she's stuck in a sort of mm-hmm. mystery. Not too dissimilar to her role here. It's also another series that she's in, which I haven't seen, but apparently it's very good. It's called Made for Love. Have you heard of it? I have not. So she's married to a tech billionaire and she tries to leave and it turns out her tech billionaire husband has put a tracking device inside of her. Oh, and so God, he, that's so he terrifying. Can, yeah, and so he can, so she's trying to escape him basically. So I think it's comedy as well as like oh, sort of okay, science right, fiction. <laughs> but it, again, it kind of made me like... She's almost being typecast in these sort of timey-wimey tech mystery comedy, black comedy things. Also interesting because the episode that she's in in Black Mirror is about yeah, that. Yeah, indeed, indeed. So it's like if Kristen, you've got... <laughs> do you like this or are you yeah, going to help you? What's she's, going on She's here? the go-to girl for this sort of sort of stuff, it seems. She is. But, and she's terrific. You can tell to see why. But after a while, you're like, okay. This... Can we can... do something different? <laughs> I mean, and she was the mother in How I Met Your Mother back in the day. Um, <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> what? She was the mother in the How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> well, she was. I'm not to tell you. She, she definitely it's true. was. true. I mean, she was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm not. I'm not saying anything. She's doing wrong here in these roles, but it's just like interesting, sort of. Um, of mm. of run there of different things that are very niche typecasting that she's getting indeed um yeah you're totally right i'm just enjoying it nick offerman obviously did anything he's doing he's he's terrific and the young kids are great as well i I really like them not so much into um balthazar no um kind of of let us down a little bit with the acting side there well he's good Good actor, his character, I think, is, is more the problem for me. So he's like, right. he was the head of security for the hotel back in 2007, and he's sort of also been obsessed with the story for, for a long time. But he's just a little weirdo. Like, these, these couple come to him for help when they're looking for the, doing the investigation, and he, like, does, like, therapy session with them. And it's back well, off, dude. You don't have to worry about their sex life <laughs> or what's going on in their lives. Bloody hell. I think the reason, the only reason for that was to misdirect the audience, right? Because we're like, oh, he's behind it. He's the big bad, yellow snake, blah, 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 blah. Mm. I, I thought all of that was there just to F with us, which was very frustrating. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know if any no. of that is actually his character. I think they're just like, well, what if he was like really weird about this and then they thought that maybe he did it, mm. you know? Well, and then yeah. at the end of the season, I think it's a total... Um, misjudgment of the audience and why we're there. Maybe it's just wow. you and me, but what a claim! <laughs> I'm going to speak for everyone on planet Earth. Yeah, please go. So the final scene of the whole series is setting up a new adventure for Balthazar to be on, right? With Luna, mm-hmm. she's pretty cool mm-hmm. too. The other resort concierge. Oh, you hated this. Well, oh my like, god, you hated this. I'm going to give a shit about you two. Sorry, I'll see you for. Liam Jackson Harper and Kristen Milioti on the you two going on another adventure in another hotel somewhere. At the end where he just, I think that was your biggest issue, right? She's like, time. It's a, uh, it's a thing. It's weird. What? Yeah, I don't know. What do you mean? Like, what yeah, do you mean? I don't want to be, I, you know, we like to write and we're going into this field and stuff, but don't be too harsh on people. 
but kind of felt at certain points it was just like, all right, we've got to finish the script today. Let's just write whatever we, whatever you reckon. Yeah. And I guess there was stuff like there was some weird, like, like LSD sort of weird scenes and with like close ups of eyeballs and stuff, but in the first of the episodes, but. Yeah, true, true. I just didn't really come together. And all of a sudden, these two, they're on holidays. They just met a day ago, and it's like their biggest wish to go find the author of this book. Like, oh, really? You don't want to just, like, hang out? That I didn't understand. And your I understood and... from the kid's perspective because that was her mum's favourite book, right, and she had clues left in it. Oh, question. Okay, so did her mum know about the timey-wimey stuff? I think mum just was, was passing away. I don't think that was anything to do with it. No, no, it has to be because she wrote in the book, meet me here, meet me at the end of the whatever, which was where the timey pool was. Yeah, all right. <laughs> couldn't, Engage couldn't, with me. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So we're not coming back for season two, unfortunately. No. I love her. I love them so much, though, that maybe I, I might watch the first episode. Okay. Just the first one and just see what they're doing. Okay. And if it's the same old crap, I'll, I'll back off. But I just, they're, they're so compelling to so, watch those actors. Well, here's the thing as well. I like the whole idea of that she latches onto this mystery that she sort of stumbles into because she doesn't want to deal with her husband because she's falling in love with him. And, of course, they've had the trauma in their life. That's cool. I probably would have just watched them be a couple, though, in a sort of drama yeah. about a relationship, which is, you know, down the White Lotus track. That stuff was really compelling, mm. I thought, the relationship. And the, the tooth, like, there were some quite humorous moments there. Mm. They have to pull out a tooth because it's rotting. And I don't know why we can't see a dentist. Apparently we can't. Um, but I don't know. Like, that, you're right. Those, those moments of their relationship and this unsaid trauma that they don't speak about, but that still, mm. you know, binds them or whatever. All of that was really interesting and I think thoughtfully done and beautifully done. And it yeah. just why undercut it with this, you know? Well, then on, on the same token, they a sort of YA rom, rom-com about a guy who's going on holidays with his girlfriend and his parents and realises his girlfriend's cheating on him and then he stumbles into a romance with another girl going through a trauma. That's also yeah. very compelling. It is. Don't give me this bullshit right. about <laughs> mysteries and whatever potentially and, and fantasy and sci-fi stuff. That wasn't as interesting to me. No. Unfortunately. Um, mm. Is Nick Offerman just in everything you're watching recently? So he just turns up 
he just we've started watching spoiler alert for future pod a league of their own mm. um and he just rocks up nick offerman there he is we can't escape him he is I mean, terrific he's having though. a great post sitcom career isn't he well he's picking and choosing what he wants to do clearly but don't you feel like he sort of kind of plays the same character and everything he's in potentially bit? i don't know is that part of his casting as well, is that he's bringing all this baggage from other things and we already are like, oh, he's a weird dude. He says weird things and he's funny. You know what I mean? <laughs> like when he rocks up, you know something good's going to happen because he carries all this stuff from previous roles. I think he, he definitely, he, he engenders support no matter what he does. So you mm. want to be on his character's side and he's he does play. He's got he's got charm. Even if it's like deadpan charm, he's, he's you're always yeah. interested in what he's doing. He's always got like a twinkle in his eye, I find. Yeah. Absolutely. Like he's always, yeah. Well, I'm just reading here, Sine, on Wikipedia, mm. that he's going to be in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 2. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I supposed to know what that is? or The next Mission Impossible film. What's, why is it Part 2, though? Well, I think it's a two-parter. With the one that Henry was in? No, they're doing the next two, uh, Part 1 and Part 2. Oh, I see, and he's in part two. Why are we doing a two-parter, Ryan? I think they're filming together. I think it's the end. I think it's the they're just... Oh, please. Let don't it finish it off. What are you worried about? Did you like those movies? I do. I, do. I think I'm just in favour of franchises and series knowing when enough is enough and leaving us with a short and sweet but beautiful and complex and perfect thing without going on and messing it up you know well i feel like mission impossible is getting better every movie so unfortunately we gotta keep going true until he yes. goes to the moon or whatever <laughs> they talk about <laughs> until tom cruise does some ridiculous stunt and ends up dying on set yeah, yeah. that'll be what we're doing mm-hmm. um okay back to the resort yes um white lotus season two is coming out soon as well so that's cool looking forward to that it's not anything to do with the resort at all, so. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't know, guys. Like, if you're like us, I think you'll be disappointed. But, I don't know, maybe you like a bit of fantasy realism stuff creeping on in there. I mean, apart from the elements we've spoken about with the, the unsatisfying parts of it, it was quite well done, everything. It's like acting and performance, performances mm. and the locations in the filming cinematography and stuff is all really good it just wasn't did did not come together for me that's why i think yeah it's a story issue it's not yeah it's not the fault of any other people involved no no i think it's just yeah some of those foundational things just just went down the wrong track unfortunately we liked the track it seemed to be going from the beginning it also felt to me, just building what you said about the writing thing earlier, mm. not to, you know, kick him while he's down, but it also felt to me like the script wasn't developed in whole as like, here are my five scripts of the series. It felt mm. like, right, I'm going to write this episode and then we're going to get into this situation. Now, how do I get out of that situation? And then I feel like there was no review process where you step back and you go, okay, so series wise, where are my act one, mm. act two series, you know, like, I don't know if we did that necessarily. The reason I say that is because I feel like we often had some cliffhanger endings that were quite compelling, but then when we came back, it was like, oh, it's sorted, don't worry, or, oh, we're not going to address it at all. 
and then I just I don't know it lets you down a little bit when you're watching it you're like oh okay mm. so you're constantly giving me these thoughts but you're not actually going to explain them in any satisfying way well why am I bothering them you know it's almost like a treatment of the audience that's a bit disrespectful mm. of their time I feel I feel yeah nothing yeah that's setting something up and then going in a totally different direction if it's satisfying that's cool but if it's not it's yeah. it could be worst thing remember reading I was thinking I just edited the rehearsal our podcast for the rehearsal and we were talking about that that's set up completely differently to how it ends up being but the journey is so interesting and compelling that you're ready for it and also I know it's different because it's you know real life series and whatever but and there's no like timey-wimey stuff I guess but in terms of expectations and whatever it can work if it's done well well that one just keeps going deeper and deeper and this time it's like they couldn't think up a solution is the impression I got yes yeah and like if if it's going to be a sci-fi or a fantasy thing you need to set that up pretty early like like Harry Potter mm. realizes within a couple of chapters he's magical. Like that's how it works, you know. Well, also one of the fundamentals of writing fantasy and sci-fi is that you need to give the audience the rules of the world. Like the yeah. whole point of world building is so you know what you're operating within. And if you never provide that to us, and then at the end go, "Psycho was magic," we could never have fixed that. Then you know, like there has to be hints of that throughout. If that's mm. what we're doing, you're not setting up the parameters for us to. Muse within, I guess. Also, I mean, maybe I'm just just rebelling against what we got here, but I think it would be more satisfying if there was this kooky owner of the hotel, and mm-hmm. he tells everyone he can see the future and stuff, and everyone sort of goes along with it, but knows that he's crazy, mm-hmm. and like maybe it'd be more satisfying to set up that maybe he was more magical than it turns out. I know he actually was just crazy, but people went along with it because he had lots of money or something. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he actually he could see through time, that was just not on for me. Yeah. And are we supposed to think the kid, the same thing's going to happen to him because he cleaned his ear out? That so. whole thing? Yeah. Don't care. It's interesting. <laughs> I, I was reading at the time, I, I think I've got this right, even though it was a little while ago we actually watched this and I read this. Mm. But in the last episode, she gets in the cave and they just walk around caves for a bit and she finds... A little glowing bit to go up, right? Mm-hmm. She can't get up by herself and she needs um, William Jackson Harper to sort of lift her up and push her through to get through Boost to the bit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In the review I read, I'm pretty. The impression I got from that, sorry, was that it was like he was realizing that he has to let her go and he yes. can help her let her go, and but she has to go through by herself and go through the journey. But he's sort of been trying to help her, but now he's like, oh no, I've got to let her go. That's. I've got to let her figure it out on her own. Yeah. That, yeah. That's what, okay, that sounds like what you got as well. Yeah. I read this review as that saying, total opposite, was that that was her realising that she still needs his support. And, like, isn't that so, f- <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I agree with it, but so funny that the same thing is just yeah, a different reading of exactly the same situation. And um, completely opposite reading as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if I got that, but, you know. You're entitled to your I mean, the, the fact that he pushes her through a hole so she's away from him kind of, I think, indicates maybe <laughs> we're on the right track. But also she couldn't have got there without him. So that's there is Listen, some reasoning. Are they wrong? They're not wrong. <laughs> no. I don't know. So you'll be back season two. Don't know why. I'll be um, back for season two, episode one, to see what they're doing. Okay. I just just got, check in on them. 
Wikipedia says a dark comedy mystery. No, it's a dark comedy fantasy. Yeah. There's, that's what I'm saying. There is no fantasy in any of the pitch. None of it. Also, the mystery is what happened to these kids. Okay. Turns out they're in a hole, having a sleep. <laughs> okay. They were having a little, a little nap while they swam. Yeah. Okay. No? Anyway. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to rate it to me? Oh, God. I always forget that this moment's coming and then I always get um, surprised mm. by it. Um, I'm going to give it two and a half because I really liked the acting mm-hmm. and I liked elements of the story but not the whole thing. Okay. I'm going to give it two stars, one for William Jackson Harper, one for Kristen Milioti. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, yeah, and see earlier reasoning for the rest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's on stand down here in Australia for, for our Australian listeners, so, you know, give it a go if you like. I've, 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 had, I've watched worse things, I'll put it that way. I didn't enjoy this one, but there's enough to enjoy in it if, overall. What a horrible... Way to say it. I've watched worse things. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, well that's been us talking about the resort. We've got lots of other TV shows and film reviews in our back catalogue. We're also mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, we if you want to get in touch with us there. Um, anything else you want to say to our listeners, Sunay? Um, I think we did a review of Palm Springs, did we not? I think we did. And, and White Lotus. Yes, and various um, seasons of The Good Place as well. So if you want to watch those arguably much better shows, come and hear us talk about them when you're done. When Ted Danson laughs that time, isn't it? Oh. <laughs> that was like that, yeah. See, the, the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, people won't understand it because now we all know what the big reveal is. Yeah. But like at the time, that was such a twist. Like a cult, a big cultural experience. Was that a thing. vibe shift, if if you will? It was a huge vibe shift. <laughs> Who okay. have we become? We're trying to appeal to our Gen Z audience. Can you tell? <laughs> I am part of Gen Z, so I'm not sure what you're talking about. No, you're not. <laughs> okay. Well, you're not clearly. Like I'm not even entertaining that idea. Honorary member, actually. So. Don't you have to be? Is it two thousand plus to be a Gen Z? God, they're twenty two. Wow, we are old people. <laughs> Speak for yourself. I hate that. I hate that. Someone born in 2000 is 22? No, that seems wrong. The 80s was 20 years ago. <laughs> okay. Well, let's and I have a crisis off air. Oh my god. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. 